going on ladies and gentlemen this is muscle and this is another two line music huts entertainment report podcast and today we have a living legend special guest in the building listen to me this man here has 10 albums five eps countless singles like billy jean mama used to say who the cap fit cold in touch jamaican in new york promise strive and his newest one a dream never came true you know we have in the building today we have shine head in the building today what's going on big boss All is well and well is all. We're over here doing fantabulously and splendiferously. Seem to be flourishing in the midst of the choreographed fiasco. And I wish it was the same for others. How are you doing over there, brother? Excellent, boss. Excellent, excellent. Just your intro and your vibe alone. I know this conversation <laughs> is going to be one for the record books. Because a Friday evening, bam! Bim. <laughs> What's going on, my brother? Thank you so very much. And I'm pretty sure you're joining me from the lovely state of California. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Downtown LA, you know, down at yeah. the studios of Kingston 12 Wi-Fi, you know, mm-hmm. owned by myself on Butterfly and um, got a little single out that I put together and I'm putting more together as we speak. And yeah, album on the way. Yeah, clearly we're going to get to that, but we got a lot of grounds to cover because you have you have almost a 40 year career. Well, exactly 40 years, actually. <laughs> wow. Exactly. I was, I was counting it too. And then, yo, that's 4.0 right there. Mm. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Exercise, keep fit, ride the bikes here with. You understand. Yep. All right. So let's get into the beginning here. When it came to even music and entertainment as a kid, when did you discover that you actually had a voice? When did you discover your voice? When I was seven years old in a banana walk in St. Thomas, Jamaica. Okay. See, the thing is, I told the former half of how it went down mm-hmm. when, like, say, when I got signed to major label and, and blew up. And, and what, the mistake I made is I told the former, the former, and didn't tell the latter. And the latter is 1969 December. I went to my uncle's house in Kingston, Jamaica. Uncle Winston, he got his sound system, Soul King Disco. And when okay. the bass, when the bass chip in, the light them come on, red, green, and go light. Right away, I'm, 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 I'm fascinated. Then we take off an album, and it have some man on it in a some brown suit with some big souls, souls because. You know, Afro, big Afros, and them name Temptations. Put on the album, me take it down. This is some little youth, five little youth on a record, the album. Yeah. And them, it's like them are crouched down, and like them are smile, and the little one, the little one in the middle, like him, I say, hey, come join us. That album there. And when me put it on, I said, oh, I gravitate to that one here because these little youths, they look like me. They look like my age. The other ones, they a little bit older, but these three right here, Michael, Marlon, Tito, yeah, you know? So I grab it here, I'm gonna put it down. I hear them. So let me see if we can try. Oh, okay, good, I got that. Went back to the country at my grandparents' house. I'm rolling with two of my older cousins. We went to the banana walk that Sunday. They having their teenage, 12, 13 year old talk and whatnot. I just wanted to fit in a social group because I wasn't saying that for a while. Being yeah. feeling left out. So I just chimed in out of nowhere. Hey, make y'all sing, you know. Yo, you know what a buff is, muscle? 
Yeah. <laughs> I'm saying, you know what a boof is. When you get that boof. Yes. When you get run, move from your ass up. Boof from your ass up. All right, cool. I backed you up three steps after that boof. I'm going to Oh, baby, give me one more chance. Cousin yeah. Clivey and Cousin Banjo rolled in the banana trash in that banana walk that Sunday. I said, yeah, uh-huh, I got something. You have something here. Yeah. And then, so what you do? Well, at least you got something when you go to sleep. Nobody can steal it. <laughs> you wake up yeah. and still don't be there. Uh, so what else go on study? We book them, you know, and fast forward the years, them, you know, and get the academics of school on our belt. Because you can't be no kind of artist, nothing, if you ain't got no no education. So went and learned all things, you know. Mm-hmm. Didn't waste parents' money and ting and ting. Went all the way up, graduated, but dropped out of college. But okay. dropped out you're, of college. Hold on, you're move, you're moving too fast. We're we're gonna get there, you know. Mm-hmm. We're definitely gonna get there. So then you're saying you discovered this at thing seven at seven, turn, and then turn it on at eighteen, nineteen, because I'm about to get out of high school and get my own place. So I got my own say so over me now. So now it's time to let it out. It's yeah. from then. I it's from seven, there. and I was barefoot because because in that same month, earlier December '69, Christmas, yeah, we walked 11 miles to a dance through the bushes. But I remember which bar we end up 11 of us: Moran, Morant Bay, Buff Bay. We ended up on at a dance. I mean, drop asleep on a big box and figure something about all our nice sleep. Nah, the box kept rumbling. I didn't yeah. know what a subwoofer was at seven years old. Okay, and so do you remember believe, which song it was? Now, yeah, fifty-four forty-six, and I believe that that is as kooky as this is gonna sound. I believe that that is the infusion when I when I curled up in the fetal position on that subwoofer at seven years old, and fifty-four forty-six is beaten. I think that's where I got the powers from. Yeah. Right, that's up. As crazy as it sounds, stranger things has happened in life. So listen. You just know that you have the power so clearly it could have come from there. Who's to say? You understand? Wow. Okay, so you discovered this in Jamaica because I know when it comes to you were born in the UK, in England. Then you moved to Jamaica. Then I think you moved back to the States and then you moved back to Jamaica. Now, I moved to the States for the first time and then moved back to Jamaica. Yeah. Then came back to the States permanently. Okay, so when you were seven, this time was the second time you were back in Jamaica or this was the first time? We first left England, I remember I was five, and we landed in Jamaica September mm-hmm. 67. Yeah. So I put two years under my belt because I'm mm-hmm. there, mm-hmm. and that's when I, had, I got this musical thing. But I really heard it about music from my cousin Clive and cousin Banjo because they were the first to see. I didn't know who Alton Ellis and, and, and Slim Smith and the Heptones were till cousin clive and cousin banjo got you got you got you okay so you're discovering this in jamaica now did you actually when did you leave jamaica what age did you leave jamaica and come back come back to the states i came to the states in 72 and did fifth grade and on the side i got my puerto rican degree because i live in the bronx yes (laughs) yeah right right right. yes Uh uh-huh yeah yeah and then left Went back to Jamaica, sixth grade, seventh grade, eighth grade, ninth grade, Bronx. 
So this time you have a lot of fusion in your mind. You're seeing the States, you're seeing Jamaica, Puerto Rican, hip hop, jazz, everything in one. And this is what's going on in your mind. What's a child to do, muscle? What's a child to do? What's What's going on in your mind? What's going on in your mind now? Hey, Dr. Strange, hey, what's a fella to do? Come on, all these things, all this traveling. I don't mean I'm alone still, but I have to get out. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So then when you came back to the States, now, when did you actually start to rediscover this skill and try to at least take it serious or start to look more in the direction of music? About 1977, when somebody started stringing up, we used to some man start, some youth start string up and playing music outside, just post up at the, at the light post plugged in. Mm-hmm. And then this thing started to build, for me at least, I caught on in 77. And it didn't have a name yet. It wasn't called hip hop yet. We was just b-boying and b-girling. Yeah. And the names that started at the time was one Jamaican called Cool Herc, who started that. Started jamming in the park, took his uncle's sound system and went to the park. And that was soon followed by DJ Africa, Bambata, Zulu Nation, Grandmaster Flash, Furious Five, Mellow B. You know, because you started with the Herculoids. And then you have Cold Crush, Cold Crush 4, and Treacherous 3, Fantastic Romantic 5, people like that. These are the early, 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 early beginnings. This so then, so then you're seeing actually hip-hop from before hip-hop was even created, from it. before it had a name. Also. I watched yeah. it being born. I watched it being born. Like the rest of anybody else, I was another super fly on the wall. I watched it being born. Yeah. Real time. Real wow. time. Okay, so then now you're being introduced to the American version of what you'd known as dancehall at first, which now doesn't have a name that's going to turn into hip hop. So then now this is another element that circled in the young China. Yep. Coincidentally, started by a Jamaican. Hmm. Hmm. What's the chances of that, eh? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Crazy, crazy. Okay, so then, as you said, you started out early. When did you say, hey, I like this. I could probably rap to or anything. What was your early stuff like? Early stuff is when I first came back in 76, I rocked with my cousins. We used to go to Roberto Clemente State Park, go work out. And then there would be a jam pass by. There may, somebody may be jamming in Cedar Park. Mm-hmm. Near, 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 near River Park. Near River Park Towers. Yeah, near River Park Towers. Because I don't want to confuse River Park Towers with Chasing Towers. I two of them dab rocks. So, yeah, yeah we would go down there most of the times when somebody be jamming. Or we go into a jam, PS167 Crosstown, West, East Bronx, like this. Or we go into the Sparkle on, on Mount Eden, on Jerome and Mount Eden. Go listen Flash, like, yeah. like, like this. See? And then after that is Harlem World. And then after Harlem World mash up now, we're up on Davidson Avenue 174th and 175th and we have specialist routes and we have San Antonio and we have Star Wars, we have the little area sound and the little Wasi sound. So I'm starting yeah. to discover the Jamaican side of things in New York. Get it? Jamaican in New York. Segway. All right, watch the snow. <laughs> you follow me, right? You follow the madness. You follow the madness. Yeah, man. We don't look for that vehicle juice. Yeah. So now. Yeah. We go through that level of sound system in the hood on our block in our little neighborhood downtown South Bronx. And then, okay, it's time to step up. So who is the biggest, baddest sound system from Bronx? It's time to upgrade. And then 
Yeah, you said this song called Don't Be. So I'm on research Don't Be, and then I seek out Don't Be and go to Don't Be. Because, you know, it's step up time and stay there and, 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 and do that tenor, you know, that, that apprenticeship lesson. And did that. you, were you actually recording before you got to Downbeat or it was when no. you got to Downbeat you started to record? No. I left Downbeat, went to African Love, and then I started recording with African Love when I was on African Love Song from Bronx. That was the. 84, Billy G. Yes. Mama used to say. Yes. For me personally, that was when I, that was the first time I heard um, Shinehead and it was on a 12 inch. Mama used to say it was on one side and yeah. um, Billie Jean was on the next side. So a lot of times when you're in a dance, you had to stop talk and flip it over. Or if you're lucky, right. you had two, then you can mix it together. Yeah, yeah that was the intro for me right there. The Billie Jean oh. and Mama used to say. How did you even come up with those songs? Well, even from Jamaica, we are all, whether you're Jamaican or not. Mm-hmm. You cannot escape it. We are all influenced, tarnished by Hollywood. So if I know gangster movie or karate movie, <laughs> a cowboy show. You let's get not, it. Let's not kid ourselves. Mm-hmm. Or any combination of of the aforementioned. Three. Mm-hmm. Seeing so the influence that the world I would grow up on them something that so it was sitting right there. It didn't have to necessarily me do such an idea, such a notion, because mm-hmm. it was so foolproof that almost nobody could mess that up. If you Got could you. sing and you could whistle, anybody who caught hold of that idea, chances are couldn't mess it up. It's too good. So it's not causes me do it necessarily. It was a dope idea. And mm-hmm. remember, I'm not the only one thinking and we're all pulling from the same universal reservoir. Got you. Yes, those are the words of Sir Notch of Orange yes. Americans. Yeah. You understand? We're, we're going to get to that because you were definitely a big part of that whole early 90s movements that you were, I want to say that you created the sound. And then there was a couple more that went through the gate, which was the Orange Americans, the Mad Lines and stuff like that actually ran with the sound also. Let's talk about the um thing there. As I said, the Billie Jean and Mama used to say, those two there, why did you decide to record the both of them on the same rhythm? At the time, I'm just getting wind of this chim cheering. Yeah. This all chim cheering. This otherwise known as phase one chim cheering. Yeah. That come ton Billy Jean. When I heard it, I tell you muscle, I just lost my damn mind when I heard it. You know what else to tell you? Not public. You hear something, it bites you. I was in a dance in East Orange, New Jersey. My first real go out. My first real rubber dub go out. And this is on downbeat or an African love? I was just joining downbeat. Tony School took me to a dance with African love versus Papa Moore of East Orange, New Jersey. This is my first real official go out. Tony Screw yeah. took me. And the dance was like, yeah. It was a gymnasium. It, it, the, the roof wasn't sealed off. Sound is bouncing off the zinc and whatnot. And the dance is uh, Then that rhythm that come on, brother. And I already had three Heinekens. And the rhythm just bite me. I said, come here. 
And when screw said at him, laugh off at me and say, quite you. Yeah, real time. And then say, hey, you want you want to touch it? I said, yeah. Because I couldn't believe you would actually even be allowed. Because you already have Louis Rankin, Bobby Culture, Mikey Jarrett, Clyfield Marshall, Rankin Joe. What more you need? Zing? Mm-hmm. If you had like a pit squeak like me, go up there now. And 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 Papa Moe was kicking the business out of African love on that night because they had everybody I just mentioned. Yeah. You see, African love, Billy Engan, and when them put on that, and screw Carmen to Claude and Mikey, I said, give my try, I'm going to go, sir. Hold on. I think we're mixing up something because we're talking about African love or downbeat. Which one are we talking about here? African love took me to a dance where Papa Moak was clashing. No, downbeat Tony Screw took me to the dance where Papa Moak was clashing African love in East Orange, New Jersey. Got you, got you, got you. See, and when they really bite me, screw laugh off at me and say, I want to touch it. Mm-hmm. I couldn't believe you were even allowed. Mm-hmm. So I went up there and got so tweet, twan, twan, and the dance changed ever since. See, first real go out. After that, let me tell you, oh, I had to learn quick. Because mm-hmm. after that, some man I said, oh, come on, come on. Now, after I'm going to get my forward then, which I ain't even know was a forward, <laughs> I'm back out in the lobby. I'm back out in the lobby with Screw and some man I said, hey, come here, come here. I didn't know that was ordinary social manners. I just thought it was rude because yeah. me never... Until that night, me never hear nobody talk loud. Me never hear so much bad word. I yeah. me never see someone screw face yet. So, McGreen, mm-hmm. get this. And he must set a screw on our next, on our next ranking set. Oh, it's a show we want to put him on. And he must go also. I soon juke him in my eye. So, <laughs> so the dude figure. I'm not understanding what he's saying. So I walk straight to him and say, go ahead. Yeah. You know, and the dolphin start. I may get in several lucky punches. But mm-hmm. I never see the curry goat on the left side of my jaw. Incoming, incoming the curry goat. I played a curry goat. <laughs> real talk. Come on, real talk. Listen, on your first night out. On my first official night out. <laughs> <laughs> The welcoming party came out and said, hey, call this. Yeah. And me no know so them are some of the baddest man in the world. And I feed them dance. And you got Jersey police and security. And everybody's trapped. Me no know that. I'm greener than the insurance lizard bridge. <laughs> Real talk. Somebody that ain't on me. I strike, you know, me a strike muscle. Ba-ba, ba-ba, ba-ba. Curry go <laughs> listen, listen, and again, then, you're let, in let, Jersey. Let, 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 let me rewind the video. Cut it, cut it, cut it, cut it, cut it, cut it, cut It's way too early in the podcast for us to be doing this here. Way yeah, too but early. watch the prophecy. Watch yeah. the prophecy. You see the man, you see the curry goat man. Mm-hmm. Any oh, him see that video, yeah. Him, 
If either I got fixed, can I curse? Is this okay if of I course, slip accidentally on purpose? Yeah. Dumb on that. If he's alive, him either I got fixed or him I got laugh and call me. Kawa. Kawa. Them man there, I know those type of people, let me tell you muscle back in the days, those type of people, them they are no IBM. Them they are no internet bad man. Yeah, IBM. Yeah, me kind of one day. Yeah, them man, they are real people. So you see that the man, they go vex, still vex, or the man, they go smile, give me a link. Because to me, after all this, if me see that man there, yo, I drink in time, you know? Yeah. Yo, yo. Of course. Yeah. I did tequila in a coffee cup, but yeah. yo, I just drink in time now and, and laugh and talk about all times. Yeah. That me I tell you. Wow. Okay. So you guys are fighting. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So your first title again. I remember you're the kid from Bronx, and you're in Jersey in a bad man area that you know nothing about. Yeah, total Tory with famous bad man. I have no clue, brethren. Yeah. A Catholic school me come from. Private all boys Catholic school, my dude. What the hell? I know. All right. You just got it. You just got a skill. All right. So then now after that night happened, did it discourage you, encourage you? What was the feeling after that night or when it came to the actual music? It it gave me it gave me a power surge from Dogamator goes straight through my mall. Because I'm like, yeah, I could do this. Because whack of whack of dudes in this that yo, if they could do this, I could do this. Because what does it take? Discipline regimen and a good handle of academics yeah. see so if you did that school and there and i do your essays and compositions and you reach college and you do doing your thesis you're used to writing no it, it's a way out if you gonna write rhymes you had to have had your academic backing and wasn't bullshitting in class no for sure so if you's a geek you can't swing that and put that to good use lieutenant stitchy is a geek Poopa San is a geek. Poopa Levi is a geek. Professor Nuts is a geek. Okay. And the original geek for us, Shelly Thunder, Colonel Desi Motamasi, them is geek. But the original geek that turned us into geeks mm-hmm. was the late great Johnny Ringo, because he was the first one with the fat notebook that the police and the school teachers in Jamaica use. If okay. you know that one, you know that big textbook that Caribbean West Indian <laughs> teachers use, they scheme book. It's called a scheme book. Yeah. That's what they called it when they, in America, they call the teachers call it the lesson plan. But in a Jamaica, they used to call it the scheme book. I got the teacher and the principals and the, when you're going to a police station, that's the ledger you sign your name in right there. That big old thick, extra thick notebook that Johnny Ringo starts with on that bridging. So okay. yeah, we get the geek out and just write, memorize some things. You gonna run out of what you wrote and memorize, but mm-hmm. that during the writing and memorization proper um, process, that also boosts your ego and confidence, and it like it surges your mind into hey, I could run, take a springboard, and boing, jump off in a freestyle. Is how much it enhances you mentally. Yeah, it's and my what theory, which we try and it works. You're right. And what type of songs were you actually writing in this notebook? Because again, I know that you could rap, you could sing, 
and you could DJ. What were you writing? Well, for the most part, me have to watch the news and read the news and go listen to man them on the corner and combine the news that I've read and watched and the man them and the woman them on the corner and make pertinent, socially pertinent lyrics. So back now the days when he did have Son of Sam, that was commented on by I and I. When he did have 77 blackout, excuse me, I'm on comment about that. Okay. Back in the time when, when things happened at the time, I comment about it. And so when this new album come, we will be socially commenting up to the time. And racism will be more than addressed. Yeah. And you're if you sure. don't like what I said, that mean it good. Yeah, you're right. Okay, I want to get into the thing here. First time in an actual recording studio now. Because you said um, Billie Jean and Mama used to say, were they recorded same time or they were recorded at two different times? And where did you actually record this? They were recorded the same time at Harry J Studios. Big, and big, when big. we pulled up, we seen Junior Cat, Super Cat, Junior Demos, and like somebody like Nick, we seen those people there when we pulled up in the morning before 10 o'clock. So it was not a game back then. And we left foreign, we left Promise for God, Jamaica. So we never go so far and waste no time because I recognized the opportunity and I wasn't playing with it. Yeah. So uh, which song did you actually record first? I think of Billie Jean. Billie Jean. Because because it was at the forefront of my mind and most fun to me. So you got to get that off first. And then, all right, you do the rest of them. They nice too, but you got to get that off first. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah it's an yeah. ego thing, whether you're an artist or not. You got to get that off first because it's good to like give you that momentum to do the rest because you got yeah. that off. Got you. And what was that process like being a brand new artist in the studio at first? What was that like? Well, it was a new frontier for me. I've always heard about it. I was fortunate to see one or two clips. I imagine what it would have been, should have been like. And when I actually got there, it is as I imagined. So I'm on going at it without miss a step. Yeah. We don't say this braggingly, but that is simply what happened. The truth is the truth, and that's yes, what I it is. Oh. Understandable. Okay, so you went in the studio did all of this now. Where was actual the first sound or the first place you actually heard this song play and seen the reaction of the people live? Live? Of what? The rhythm itself or the no, song? The song after we recorded. Because you said that you did you sang it live and you seen the place bust up. So then now you recorded it. Where was the place where you went into a dance and seen somebody playing that and seen that reaction from the people? Yeah. Um where I first heard it first. Now on there, I actually, I'm sorry, I can't remember that because I'd have to put a few in there. I'd, I'd have to, I'd have to. Yeah. I can only remember when I did it live. And the next time I got the wickedest forward, aside from Jersey, was in Brooklyn at Empire Roller Rink when you had a show with Yellow Man, Daddy Roy, and I think maybe Toots, maybe. And it was it was African love playing, and they hired Bobby Culture from Jack Ruby that night. Big, 
I could only remember the, the live ones when I got the forward. Mm -hmm. And I that feeling, that feeling was crazy. Yeah, but I keep hearing stories of Papa San. I must be Papa San or Early B and Supercat had races to get home to Jamaica for for each of their respective sounds. Who gonna play? Who gonna play it first? Yeah, wow. I can tell you. I can tell you about that. Dudes <laughs> was racing home to give it to Jaro and give it to Creation like this. The bus that first. Really, yeah. that, that's what I can tell you about. Crazy. And what year was this year? 83 going into 84. 83 going into 84. Wow, this is big right here. Because remember, you're now, yes, you did live in Jamaica one time, but you're more or less probably considered a foreign youth. So then now, the fact that Jamaicans want to play your style of reggae in Jamaica, that's quite amazing, especially at that time there. Uh... I think it's mainly because of the rhythm. You couldn't, you can't beat Chim Cherry for nothing. When I heard yeah. it, I lost my mind. Then we had yeah. to go check Jalife and Jabul. Mm -hmm. See, them, mm -hmm. big el them big elder line that we got to go check to go get that because the rhythm is really made by the whalers. It's just a rhythm though. It's just one of them rhythms. I think the whalers is under a vibe and it's one of the umpteen rhythms that make for put on for comeback later. And it got leaked out. It got leaked out to Stereophonic and maybe Tip of Tone or something like that. Mm -hmm. But it definitely got leaked to Stereophonic. And that's an original Whalers rhythm. Yeah, Lee Scratch Business. He got, Never he heard got, that before. And it and got and he got leaked out. That's yeah. That's yeah, it's um yeah, man. I could tell you a lot. That rhythm just is it's very dark, very melancholy. Like a bunch of monsters is coming, so you gotta get <laughs> wicked with that rhythm, there, brother. Yeah. And by the way, I'ma sing on that rhythm again, and I'ma deliberately pop off some covers. So watch out for the Nat King Cole, and watch out for the Earth, Wind, and Fire. Yeah. Okay, I hear you. Okay, I hear you. All right, now you did your first recording. You're bubbling in the streets now. When did you get to the second recording, or what was that like? What were the next moves for you then? Next move um, was Claude said album and say yeah. The next move was rough and rugged right there in Harry J. Went and got some rhythms from uh, I guess John Joe and King Jammies and got busy at Harry J. Right yeah. away. That was the next move. So you recorded all of your stuff in um, in America. Nah, Harry J in Kingston. In Kingston? Okay, I don't know yeah. why I was mixing. You know what I was mixing him up with? I was mixing him up for some strange reason, even though he didn't say it. Don Juan in Brooklyn. I don't know why I was doing that. Nah, That's nah. Harry, Harry, J, Harry J, rest in peace, rise in power. Harry J. Mm -hmm. That's Harry. where he recorded the whole album was in Jamaica then, to give yeah. it that real authentic sound. Yeah, yeah. Give thanks. Rhythm not like, rhythms like those, really, you you can record them anywhere and it take off but if you go to where they were actually made and come from yeah. that is the best place to be for that sort of thing it's jamaica why because when you go there you garner all the electromagnetic forces that was put into that music even after the new yeah you, you garner all those 
electromagnetic forces that should go into the music because you are on the soil and the soil has things to contribute that we can't see or taste or necessarily smell. Yeah. So as kooky and as far-fetched and as reaching as it sounds, that team that so sometimes yes your africa it is best that you go to the source and the source is jamaica yeah you're 100 percent right and how did the rough and rugged album do for you when you came back and started to market it in the states so well to the point that there were invites to virgin records where the singles were popped off and put on compilation album for virgin and I think it was entertained by VPN, but it was definitely picked up by Electra Records because Who the Catfit just took off and started a buzz on its own on the likes of Hot, on the likes of 98.7 Kiss in New York, Hot 97 in New York, um, all the Caribbean stations, Ken Williams, Gil Bailey, Clive Hudson, Clinton, Lindsay, DJ Roy. Everybody started popping it off. And in the dances, it was now put in the juggling with the ticket ticket talk tenor saw, with the Zungo Zang, with the yeah. Flashy Tina A, Flashy Tina B, Johnny Ringo, like this. So just got ushered and wedged right in there. Right yeah. in there. Crazy. And the thing with um who the cap fit, that's the one where you're actually singing, but the verses you're rapping the entire verses. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Caught on. Mm -hmm. Hold on. Red Alert blasted that. Flex blasted that. Pat McKay, Bobby Connors, Ken Williams blasted that. DJ Roy, all of them. Tri-State DJs blasted that. Crazy. And that was your first time actually experimenting on record with reggae and hip-hop in one? Yes. Mm -hmm. What made you decide to actually try that? Because you've never heard it before, so why would you actually try something like that? That's Especially on the tempo... Exactly. That tempo rhythm, rhythm. That, that when it first hit me, that jammy joint, it hit me as funky and made me want to want to flow, made me want to rap. It's that simple. You have some reggae music, make me want to rap. You have some iron, you have some non-reggae music, make me want to DJ all day. It's just that twist with me. Spiral yeah. like a chromosome. It's just whatever you feel in your soul is what you're going to actually, because the rhythm or the beat itself talks to you. Whatever it tells you to say is what you're going to say to it. Yeah, absolutely put. See, that's all. And as far as crossovers go, it's a lot of us over, you know, since the beginning of time. But my post, my post, if you really want to check how to assimilate and cross-culturalize properly, it did not start with me. I'm just at, I'm just one of them stages of the game because earlier than me, let's rewind and pause and go to Johnny Nash. <laughs> yes. Okay. Okay. You, you got me, but that was more, that wasn't the hip hop and reggae, but that was a cross pollination. No, early. you're right. But from there, from that roots, all, all branches spring. Mm-hmm. Because that was that was the whaler's homie in America, black American homie. So what Mr. Nash did, he brought that he brought that twang. He brought that twang to the reggae. Mm -hmm. You understand? And made you be able to understand it and singing, you know, matters of the heart 
and you can understand them so immediately that's sexy and understandable yeah you dig it so in bring that to the team mm -hmm. and i believe that is the root of us all if y'all come tabo crossover and how to flip this song on that rhythm and like fuse the two properly because there are there are nice ways to finesse it and they're clumsy ass ways to fuck it up. For sure, one hundred percent. Hey, 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 hey. One hundred percent. Some people muscle bullseye. Some people couldn't hit the side of a barn with a Mossberg. Mm -hmm. You See? get it. You understand. All right, there. So then, now this big song is catching the attention of Electra and everybody else, Virgin and everybody else here now. So then. How did you even get to Electra and say, okay, you know what? This is who we're going to sign with and then move forward from there. Well, Claude and Tyrone Wallace had several meetings. Mm -hmm. And then it went down. But before that, I went on my own to Manhattan on a low mm -hmm. with a cassette and okay. went to labels and got turned down every time. <laughs> And, and what were you presenting them at that time? The same, the same material that they fight for, okay. that they they bidded for, signed and bought. Yeah. And would you say that it's because the relationships got you through the door, or you just try to go in too early? What actually made them pay attention? You've never seen me before, and I came to you with material you can either use or don't use. But you don't know me, you don't know of me, and my name simply has no clout. Mm -hmm. So, you go back out, and you make a noise from the street, and suddenly it's attractive, and it causes attention. And like Tony Montana says, okay, let's go back up, shut up, we're coming, and we try this again, okay? <laughs> Literally that. Yeah, if you get the analogy, yeah. 100%. 100%. <laughs> wow. Something I act, I forgot to ask you before we even move forward is two. How did yeah. you get your name, and when did the voices come into play? The voices came into play before I even stepped in the United States the first time. Got TV, I read at Jamaica, and ain't nothing else to do except chores and school. And mm -hmm. you touch down, you in a country that you got to get acclimated to real quick because of the culture clash. Because mm -hmm. even though, yeah, you dropped from far in England, but you got to get used to this real quick and keep it moving like nothing happened. So mm -hmm. you're a child and you're going to absorb things. Simple. So me observe the radio, which include the news, which include Dennis Hall on TV, which include Wide World of Sports, which include Dulcimina at six o'clock every evening when my aunties got to listen to their Dulcimina. Yeah, I soaked up all of that, brother. Yeah. Don't sleep. I soaked up the cricket games, the football games, the, 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 back now the day Jamaica signed off TV at 10 o'clock. So on Saturdays, you get a treat called Jacques, the underworld of Jacques Stowe. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Britta. <laughs> <laughs> and that's no, where funny. the voices in your mind, it just almost, it seems like there's a lot of stuff going on in your mind. It's almost like a play is going on in your mind and you find places to slot everything. Da, 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 ha, Pilgrim, you got it exactly right. Because one day, all this cocaine stuff in my head has got to play out before I kick the bucket. Y'all got it? Da, ha, da, ha. Exactly. You're great. Okay, and name. How did you, how did you come up with your name? 
Yo, some man see me and name me, you know, you can't talk to them Monday. Mm-hmm. And you know how Caribbean culture go. If you do something extraordinary, whether it be something gallant or something dorky and stupid, mm-hmm. you're going to get a name for that, right? Yeah. <laughs> so that's how nickname go, in it? So I'm kind of workish with the name now. And unfortunately, uh, unfortunately, Fathead just died. Fathead just got killed in Miami. And I'm in the bathroom, and I'm brushing, and I'm brushing, and I'm trying to come up with a name. Fathead died after General Echo Fluxy and Big John got killed. Yes. And I'm trying to come up with a name now. Echo 2, Echo Jr., Fathead Jr., Lick of Fathead, Bobby Culture the second, Junior Bobby Culture. <laughs> See? And then I'm reaching in my mind, and then something shot out, shining. And then I started laughing all the way to my sister's room yeah. and said it for the second time in my life in front of her. Shinehead. And laugh some more. <laughs> And go back to the bathroom. And the pan. Shine it. Shine it. Shine it. I start laughing. I start the business in my mother's bathroom mirror. Just like that. Just like that. Crazy. Riding with so, it, everything is going good. So it's funny to me when Jay Z says, I'm not just a businessman, I'm a businessman. <laughs> I started the business of Shinehead in my, mother, <laughs> in my mother's bathroom mirror. I brushed my way up that bar. Yeah. <laughs> just like that. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Crazy, crazy. And that was, that was what, 7980, Reggie. Yeah. Right, so yeah. Wow. Okay. Let's get into this electric deal where we were still. Okay. So then, as you said, you needed to go back with some people and they got you to sign the deal. So when you got into electro, exactly what were they looking to deal with at artists like you? Because remember, there's no, there's nothing like what you're doing. There's nobody to say, okay, we spent this much on this guy. We took him to this radio station and this happened. What did they decide to do with you and how did they decide to market you? Something new, it's a buzz on the streets. Let's see if we could sell it. Oh, mm-hmm. all this stuff on this album, too diversified, hard to sell. But, big up to Miss Elaine Valentine. Mm-hmm. Big up to Primus. Elaine Valentine. Miss Elaine Valentine. Primus. Barry Roberts. Okay. Barry Roberts. And Raul Roach. The son of Max Roach, the legendary drummer. It is Raul Roach. They signed. Yeah. So those are the people that tried. Yeah. Those were the true backbones before it turned east west. Yeah. Okay. So Electra turned into east west? Well, out. Yeah, yeah, we still got to salute Miss Sylvia Rohn no matter what. So, yeah. yeah, for the court's records and the clerk's minutes, yeah, yeah. 
I got, I didn't realize that Electra had turned into East West, which was yeah. now. So you were the first hip hop reggae infused artist on East West. Nah, I don't think I was. Yeah, because out of East West, there was there would be Shinehead, Born Americans, Snow, and I think Madline might have been on it also. Well. My memory and knowledge gets fuzzy there, to yeah. be honest. Okay. Because when I got dropped, I heard about it. When what? When I got dropped, I heard about it. Yeah. When I was when I was getting signed, I, we were courted. But when you get dropped, you heard yeah. about it. <laughs> <laughs> but we got a we got a while to go because remember you were with this company now for like seven years, eight years. Yeah. Yeah. So you didn't get dropped right away. We got to go through that process here. Yeah, yeah. You understand? Yeah. I would have to say salute to Bob Krasilovsky. Yeah, Bob Krasilovsky. Yeah. Bob Krasnov. Bob Krasnov. Bob yeah. Krasnov. Bob Krasnov. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. And what was the first single that they actually put out for you? Yeah, I think it was that same Who the Cap Fits. Who the Cap Fits. Okay, they decided Char- to push Char- that out. I think probably Chain Gang. Chain Gang. Yes, massive, massive, yeah. massive song. I got to get my facts right because I don't want nobody calling me like, hey, man, how could you do that? Like, yeah. I got people to answer to still. I still yeah. got an answer to them. They show up. You're still you're still alive and kicking very well. So clearly you got people answering to when you're when you're having a conversation. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. So Chain Gang. Thanks. Massive, massive, massive song. How did you even come up with that song there? All right. That song is a fluke of a buck up of a forward in reggae lounge one night when African Love dropped Johnny Osborne. I'm on the move. I'm on the right track, and the vocal was playing. Mm-hmm. See, and Johnny Osborne and I sing. Mm-hmm. So I kind of interspersed when he was saying, I'm on the move. I'm on the right track, right in Dessa. Mm-hmm. I just said, I'm real cool. I chill to the max. I might act crazy, but I don't smoke crap. That's all I said, muscle. It's the vocal. I just chimed in and, you know, chime in. I wasn't expecting no reaction like that. You know, I met the vocal run till part two come. Got enough artists that they turn to Irish Sleepy, Wanda Admiral, BLA, you know, um, ugly man, people like that. Muscle, the shit got a forward. I ain't know what to do. You hear me? Because it's not a song. It's just some words you're saying in between. Hey, that that makes, let me just put in some words. Explode like nitroglycerin. Nitroglycerin, okay. I had a like a said, I got a what is for I ain't even know what to do with that forward. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So but I, I made a note of it. Mm-hmm. So you know, see Steely and Cleavy and 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 and, and execute that mm-hmm. thoroughly. So yeah. Right Things that I do on an album was a chances are I was already tested in the field in a dance. That's what I was going to ask you. So then while you were signed, you're signed to this big label now, but you're still in the dance hall DJing on songs and stuff? Yes, you got to be because that's training ground. That's boot camp. If mm-hmm. you don't stay training, then after a while, 
what you have garnered in terms of skills and physical mental training is gone run out you have the mentee and it that's why i'm out damn it do you see these things behind me uh-huh whoa, whoa, whoa. let me get out the way let me get out the way you see them things behind uh -huh. me all right can are they clear on the video very much so all right then it's four of them and me and butterfly built them that's not that's not guitar nothing and that's not sam nothing me and butterfly built those right where i'm talking to you right here rolling this right here where you can't see what i'm rolling yeah. right here is right where we built them for double 18 there looking like jack ruby deliberately yes yes i call it's my religion mm -hmm. so this is the gymnasium to maintain your fitness we yeah. built the stargate so you could go in any matrix you want yeah no i agree it's like a lot of people probably won't understand some of the stuff that you're saying because as you said it might seem out there but i understand 110 yeah. percent what you're saying because life is not linear life is very there's a lot of questionable things that happen and once you know it works for you that's what you're running with when we were little and we played cops and robbers we took little bricks and lego blocks and pretended this is our walkie-talkie now cell phones are really real yeah crazy crazy it's like we called it into existence yes like i said the words mm -hmm. of not from born americans yeah. we are all pulling from the same mental reservoir you understand that all right so chain gang is a next monster hit you recorded a video for chain gang too right yes yes how did yeah, that, that do? that did well and this was my first time on major set and so I had to get my mind in play because this this wasn't no real game no more per se. Yeah. I mean, like two days of shooting every time and it was major and it was a learning experience and a golden, golden opportunity, Bridget. Yeah. Just live the, for us live out them way there, you know? Mm -hmm. And then get to go back to the corner and go link with the man them on a regular. So it's like you're almost living a double life where over here I have to go do this big major production and then I come back and I link with the man them if they're drinking Heineken or whatever they're doing, I get to just be normal with the man them too. Yeah, and then I get to go to the project go over to the projects and go check Grandmaster Kaz who who makes a mix CD for me and I'm standing right there while he's DJing making it crazy your experiences are crazy okay so then now with chain gang was that on the unity album or that was on the rough and rugged album unity album it was on the unity album okay so then at this time i know it was still a effort between african love and electric yeah. so you were still between the two of them because i know by time we got to 1990 now with the real rock album this was strictly electric mm-hmm Okay. What was what was that like? Was there a reason why you said, okay, let's just go full hundred over here, or it was just business at that time there? No, well, we and Claude and Tyrone and Wallace, we have discussions. Okay. And then every once in a while we get called down to the studio. Mm -hmm. And I think I was I was briefed. I was briefed on it, but didn't it didn't really register like that. So I had a studio session with Claude and Tyrone Wallace. And a, and a producer, and a, and a producer, but he's not just any producer, but I didn't know who he was at the time. So it was a nice little setup, and I walked into it. Mm -hmm. And Cloud said, listen this, go find this. What can I do with this? And the producer did it. Mm -hmm. And 
One listen, two listen, three listen. Don't drink coffee, I drink roots, my dear, and it done. Literally like that. Now, mind you, you don't just you don't just wake up, put on your marina, and go for your guineas and roll that split and say you're a star. No, there was work put in prior. So now I am prepared to jump on and ride anything because that preparation did I go on from a long time with the writing, with the being on the little, you know, the smaller sound systems and whatnot, because my mindset was like the mission statement is, well, you can write a rhythm nice and you have a one lyrics. But what you gonna do when that lyrics done and that rhythm done? So you gotta write some more and you gotta have more lyrics. So I trained myself whether I wrote or not yeah. to write anything you throw on a turntable to the point where I want to train myself so where it is effortless now. Not to the point where I'm arrogant and cocky, but this is effortless now because that's the aim. Because you want to do this craft like that and raise whatever standards. But you just want to master it where anything DJ Muscle throws on, I'm not running, I'm batting that over the fence. So when me walk in at the studio looking at my night that evening and they threw it on, yeah, all I need now, two beer, let's go. Because I was already prepared and honed and banged and hammered and put in the furnace and cooled <laughs> and heated and cooled again and bang, bang, bang and tempered and ready. Yeah. Wow. And then right up off the rip, Englishman in New York just came out. All right. Mm. Why did you even decide to sing that song there? Or again, this was something that just came out of your mouth and then you built something around it. Nah, because from a long time with all that training and sound and 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 dance hall and sound system boot camp, I'm telling you about me mm. love listen jazz. And you have a jazz station named KHK and then it turned to CD 101.9 back in the okay. days in New, in a New York. A New York there, right? Yeah. No, I'm in Canada. I'm Toronto. In Canada. Yeah, well, back in New York, you'd have a jazz station name. CD 101.9. See? And yeah. they always played Jamaican. They always played Englishmen in New York, along with a lot of other tunes. I made cassettes off of that station. Me mm. make jazz cassette. Me make reggae cassette. Me make hip-hop cassette. Me make slow jam cassette. So, me, I listened to jazz station, and that song was in high rotation. So. Okay. Being of dual culturalities, why not? It's right there. It fits. Let's go. Just like yeah. that. And I remember, I remember that video in particular. I remember sitting home in Toronto watching that on Much Music. I said, wow. It was just phenomenal to see something like that. And especially with that reggae feel to it. You never really, that wasn't something you would see on TV, especially I'm, a, I'm in about unity. That's why I do stuff like that. I'm about unity. So I'm watching mm -hmm. my culture, mm -hmm. other cultures, and my intention is to fuse the two mm -hmm. that in the hopes that we fuse our cultures and we diminish our social differences and discrepancies. Mm -hmm. I guess I'm there with my thing at all time. Once yeah. in a while, you know, I look a sound man thing or I look a ragada thing, but for the most part, it's gonna be about 
some kind of words in my song to make you think about, hey, then why, how, how come, how come, how come when there's no white people in our house, we say all this shit? Because there's no other race in the house but us. So how come when there's no black people in our house, we say all this shit? That's what's coming on the next album. Got the, the shit that we each respective race <laughs> says in our yeah. house when mm -hmm. other races are not present. I'm yeah. going at that. You're gonna wonder right. why Des you're gonna wonder why Desmond Decker got a new song in 2020. You're gonna wonder why Curtis Mayfield got a new song in twenty in 2020. Crazy, crazy cussing, cussing you out ever so sweetly. Yeah, singing nice and sweet. We're getting we're getting to this new stuff. There's just a couple singles, mm. your classic singles I want to go through, and then we're gonna get right up to the new stuff here. So with the um Englishman in New York, what did that do for your career? A whole lot. To the point where I go down to a rehearsal studio one night. Or was it Los Angeles? Mm -hmm. I think it was twice. One time in Manhattan, New York, and one time in LA. Me and Sting missed each other but like this. One time me and him buck up and him knew what I do in tune. Yeah. You know, and he was iry with it. I think he had on like a like a it wasn't a pink t-shirt, but it kind of like a, a faded orange kind of peach Miami art deco color t-shirt and in jeans. And him just a chill. Yeah. I sit down on a speaker box, you know, you know, look a greeting and thing, and you know, him got a theme thing, I'm going to my rehearsal, and I think the same thing happened in, in Los Angeles when Tony Johnson used to run Reggae Sunsplash. And him, him know, mm -hmm. him just smile, and I'm not yeah. to him. <laughs> yeah. I'm not to him. Yeah. Laugh. And that, it, it that really terrible, yeah. yeah. And it really catapulted your career, I guess, to a different level at that time there. Oh, yeah. We talking about Europe, Europe jump off. We talking about Japan jump off. We talking about Australian jump off. Them place there. Mm -hmm. You know, from about 95 coming up. We're, 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 we're there already. We're there. It got so hectic one time. I'm supposed to go to, go to Japan. Because of that same song, it put me on. Reggae song splash, see me, I love me. So, you know, it's like Tony Johnson. Rest yeah. in peace, rise in power. Richard Lowe, you know, um, Mike, Cam uh, Mr. Campbell, Zine, people like that. Um, um, so many names. Zine, and so, Kamigana Japan now. One night time, I missed, I missed the flight for the tour muscle. The same, I missed the flight for the tour. Did you hear me? Is this thing on? Yeah. Hello? Yeah, I yeah, hear you. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I just know. They still wondering why is it their plane took off and I wasn't on the plane, but I'm at Narita Airport greeting them. <laughs> <laughs> okay, please explain to me how this happened. This happened because some songs, some songs on the album are doing good, including Jamaican in New York. That affords me to go go out and work and make more money. So I made a major fuck up and missed the plane for the Reggae Sunsplash tour in Japan. I got to get to work. Mm -hmm. That one your name hit the ATM. 
that one your name because they went on korean airlines that one your name hit the no that one your name first go to the ticket counter of this airline and see what it's going to call oh yeah japan airline uh, excuse me i need to get on a plane that next plane to tokyo yeah what's that gonna run me please Oh, let me see. Uh, let me just check. Uh, yeah, tick, 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 tick. Yeah, the next flight out, Mr. Aiken, is in a few hours, and it. Oh, oh, that's fifteen hundred dollars. Okay, thank you very much, Miss. I'll be right back. What up? What nine to the ATM? What up? Ticket counter. What up? Take your seat. Fasten your seat belts. Yeah. Yeah. That's what Jamaican in New York afforded me to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When we reach Japan, 50,000 people. Now, you're talking a black suede outfit, one foot a green bali, one foot a red bali, black suede outfit with red and green and go up the middle. Where am I going with this purple curly wig, though, in front of 50,000 Japanese people? Jamaican in New York did that, caused that. Because when we go out there with my mad self, mm -hmm. I'm also, ah. and, and like the stage was so big, it had a wall. So mm -hmm. me can, you know, me can go so. So under the sack, you know, me and balance myself, road boy. I hold the cardless and go so. Don't drink coffee, I drink rah! <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. A first line there. That first line couldn't finish. Real talk, boss. That first line they couldn't finish. Jamaican in New York. Now, I didn't pull a Gregory move and let them sing the whole damn song. <laughs> sing. See, I'm going to give him this. Set up a wheel up. And then little, little, I don't know, look a drama, you know. There's a lot of tears down there. So I got to jump down and wipe tears, kiss faces, and thing and thing and thing, you know. And then turn on the charm and read the law. Because that's what I live. I don't do that. I live that because I really mean that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's done. I'll go back in I song again, man. Crazy. Europe, Australia, right there, on New York. And like any any rhythm, I just get mad and draw Jamaican in New York on. It just happened for work. <laughs> it just happened. Damn people, it just happened for work till it's not fair. It just happened yeah. for work. Because you want to hear that from the same Billy Jean regiment. The one by the mix up regiment. Well, you say that's, would you possibly say that <laughs> might be your favorite rhythm of all times? Well, I would have to come around and admit to that, mm -hmm. but I wouldn't readily admit to that <laughs> because I'm. <laughs> No, Your Honor, Your Honor, if I may state my, Your Honor, order, 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 knock, 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 order. Yo, me uh, not look for my favorite rhythm muscle. Me I look for the rhythm that's going to move me. Got you. You got to move me. At all times, that rhythm moved me. Okay, what else can? Because I don't want to wear it out. So I'm going to move on. I'm going to look for what else can move me to make me think of a notion to make a logical utterance. See, favorite is for people who are not musicians, and that's fine. But well, now I look for my favorite. My job is to look for what moves me so that I can come up with the proper notion to make an utterance to move them. 
Okay, so I guess the, let's go with this concept then. If Billy Jean gives you the best utterance to move them. Nah, Billy Jean gives me the best impetus and incentive. Yeah. Yeah, and that is what I think you meant to say. Okay, we'll we'll go with that version of explanation because I know it's just again as we talked earlier the Billy Jean. It's really called a chim cherry, but we as the regular people we call it the Billy Jean just for whatever. Yeah, that I, one there is so crazy. Yeah, man, and before that, before mm -hmm. it named chim cherry, it named Fears One. Okay. This is what selectors and sound people don't even know. Certain little tidbits and history, certain little gems, you know. I had to look. Once upon a time, I didn't know it, but now you know. Yeah, yeah. And everybody else that's watching is going to know. All right. There's actually four more of your singles that I want to go through before we move on to the next part here. Cool? Mm -hmm. Yeah, 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 sure. Okay. Next one here, a fan favorite. All right. Especially for the ladies, Golden Touch. How did you come up with that one there? What's the story behind that? When me used to live at Bronx in the 70s and 80s, me not live, well, yes, I did live far. Me live at 175, 175th Grand Concourse. And mm -hmm. Fordham Road, that Dessa. And Valentine Theater, they on Fordham Road and Grand Concourse. Okay. So as they show them, come out, we're going up there. Used to roll with my cousin, them Junior and Zachary, them when we were going to show Friday, Saturday, we're going to show, Sunday, we're going to show. See, them gone, them, you know, we, we split up in life and me still I continue to practice car, me in a DJ music thing now. So, mm -hmm. so now we there Valen Valentine Theater come, we got to take up music now. So, me's a lyrics looker, me I look lyrics. I mean, I depend any, any, blah, blah, blah. See, so me I look pertinent lyrics where I know people live this at least a month ago or at least two weeks ago, if not yesterday. So me after me after me after go look upon that and read that and write this and memorize this fast before I go up at HQ or before I go to Biltmore or before I go to Starlight or before I go to Galaxy. Zine so media Valentine Theater. So now one of the movies that came out was Car Wash. Okay. So now Flash go by Valentine and I watch Car Wash. And that was one of the songs in the movie. And consequently, as the show done, as the movie done, my guy crazy it is go buy double copies of the album. They left Valentine and walk west and go and walk past Jerome. Still they no. Chris edited the right there a photo man Jerome back near the day. And as okay. the movie, as Car Wash movie done, I'm in Crazy Eddie's buying double copies of, of Rolls Royce album. Mm -hmm. Because me like the movie and me like the song. Mm -hmm. And me know about John Walt. Me know about Love I Can Feel. Me know about sound. Me hear Kilimanjaro play John Walt and Linval and that world and this world would go together nicely and that's how golden touch combo and love i can feel rhythm because me i keep my eye upon the two worlds from me see hip-hop being born and from we discover the reggae slash jamaican world of new york mm -hmm. and 
me have balance my two foot so find the fence and look over so and look over so and keep an eye on both worlds and yeah. try merge the two of them tastefully every so often yeah and and the massive hit cold in touch that's how that came about here another another fan favorite is strive all right what's the story on strive yo one day i am very clear-headed and very broke mm-hmm. and i live in my father's house mm-hmm. i'm gonna come to grips with myself i'm gonna say i am in i'll pass this thing over mm-hmm. all right no I take up the pen and pad and just start write out my feelings. And just start write out. Sometimes it's hard, but you know, try a new man. Mm, tear up that garbage. Three points from here, so straight that garbage can't Yeah. And sometimes it's hard. I may have the journal, my heart is gone, really my plane at the background. In order to achieve. Come more time, I remember the words of my mother. And if I don't get them all verbatim in my head, then I'm gonna get the gist of what she's saying. Alright, no chat no this, no chat no. With obstacles in the way. That cold the bridge. Sat down and road strive myself. Because of a clear-headed bit, a clear because of a clear-headed day of brokenness and poverty. Wow. And Strive was, okay, what what point in your career did Strive actually come out then? Um, when that album got dropped with Strive on it, it became a dancehall staple relatively quickly <laughs> because major sound systems major st- sound system started beating. Mm-hmm. Yo, honest truth is, I don't want to get in trouble with Rory or nobody, so I'm going to let you know right now that Rory started beating, not because he told me, because he did, but I heard him do it when he didn't know I was watching. I heard him do it. I seen him do it. Mm-hmm. And then one night, I missed a phone call from Bermuda and heard the voice message. And between the strive and the Billie Jean was stone of getting in a Bermuda. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Crazy. 100%. And you were still on Electra at this time here, or you had left Electra? Yeah, brethren, brethren, if you didn't bring this up, I yeah. would never remember this till I die. I mean, I show you the power, the, 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 the magic and the power of how you can spark a memory neuron. You did this. Me Thank wouldn't you. remember this. It's last year. Crazy. So, again, because again, I just wanted to really paint a picture because you're saying at this time here, you're still a big artist, but you're broke at this time because of the record situation or what was really going on in your life at that time where things weren't really working out for you? on a financial standpoint. Well, you got life after, you got life after shiny, you got life after artists. And you know, like big people, you got to put that into a, you know, ordinary big people, ups and downs, rented a lot like this. Mm-hmm. So we have to go through that. So in the interim of all that, trying to fix that money done, but you still got to keep it moving. So walk the sing over. 
yeah, original publishing, all mine, except for the My Heart is Gone with him. Yeah. Which is treasure. Yeah. Things yeah. like that. So we can actually write original songs. That yeah. take off because of the major sound systems like your four by fours, your stone loves, your silver hawks, your bodyguards, <clears throat> your mighty crowns, your classics, your Afriks, your Fergo Digitals, like this. They did that. Yeah. Top Sounds did that back in the back in back in the um late early nineties. Back in the early nineties, I should say. Yeah. yeah. They did that, that would be like that was like 90, 91-ish, possibly 92, yeah. but I don't think it's anything past 92. Yeah, right, right. Them sound systems that was running the place at the time, they did that. Mm -hmm. Crazy. All that. right. Two more two more of your um, tracks that I want to go through. One of my personal favorites is Rough and Rugged, all right? Mm. Because you showed a lot of versatility in that one there also. How did that come up? The album or the Rough and Rugged single? The single, yes. I forgot it was actually an album, but the single itself. Okay. Man. Let me see. Why did I do that? That rhythm is one of the rhythms that got me amped. After mm -hmm. Chim Chiri. Rough and Rugged, Love I Can Feel, mm -hmm. Slang Tang, maybe some answer. Mm -hmm. They get me amped. But when that rough and rugged came out, and then it got faster with the, t <coughs> excuse me, with the tennis saw, that got me amped up. And tennis saw is ripping it. Ringo done ripped it. Live, me ear Ringo. Live, I'm there with Stitchy. I'm there with Sun. I'm there with Bonnie General. I'm there with Flatty Ranks, Professor Nuts. And they are ripping it. And whether it's on record or not, this rhythm deserves to be ripped. It was made ripped. Listen yeah. to the drums, listen to the snare, listen to the side stick, listen to the horns. It begs for ripping. Yeah. <laughs> Nicodemus, yellow man, come on. If you don't rip it, you're doing this rhythm and yourself and those who hear it, an injustice. Yes. And you See, decided you didn't want to do that. Yeah, so you went hard. Nah, yeah. you have to rip muscle, you have to rip. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Big, big, big song. Mm. All right. This is All another one. Bragging, but you're you have to deal with it wicked because remember, you're talking about the tick-a-tock rhythm here. That's all big major songs, major artists is on this rhythm here. So you can't come with a, oh, I'm going to just do something. You had to go all the way in. Rough and Brandon, rugged. From you here, or from you here, them horns going what 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 yeah that's what's gonna happen yeah what no yo what the hey crazy 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 yeah, no, that's a fan favorite here. And okay, and if we're going to go more modern times, I'm talking probably within the last 10 years or so. Uh -huh. Another song, fan favorite, and one of my favorites too, and I heard it on dubs and I've seen this actually destroy events already, <laughs> would be <laughs> Promise. <laughs> would be Promises. Listen, i seen that destroy sound clashes destroy juggling dances how did you come up with that one there shine oh 
Well, let me tell you, we made ourselves familiar with just about every rhythm there is and be prepared. Even if we don't know the rhythm, I'm of the mindset where brand new rhythm, strange, never heard it before. I'm gonna figure ways, I'm gonna figure ways to ride you before you done. We already know Cuscus. We already know Ranking Joe. See? And, and so what if you're not DJing? Just because you're singing don't mean you ain't got a rip. You got to rip because yeah. I cost cost that I know play play something. <laughs> not when you have, not when you have ranking joke. Come on, Tommy, them chanting there with a big powerful voice there. A man will hold Sturgeaf alone by himself. Not when you have guided him living in war. No, sir. You can't come with no soft, soggy ass porridge cereal behind them yeah. two joints right there. That's classics. Yeah. You have to come with that thing where I move up like the cobra. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Boom. Razor blade so sharp when it cuts you, you don't feel nothing. You only you only feel the warmness and then you see the white of your flesh. So sharp. So yeah, over at Bobby Connors in Brooklyn. See, he asked me to do the joint. And money was discussed. But I got an album coming up with VP. So now nah, we're going to pause the money. And I need this for the album. Zine. And it was fun. It ain't even take long. I was kind of like, I was kind of surprised the session was over that quick <laughs> yeah not that i thought that i did it and finessed it now is all that but damn i could have i could have used some more goals on that you know and i need a six pack yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you're seizing you're seizing that this time so you don't need the as much you know going in exactly what it is it's go time it's work time Regiment, i was too hungry i was too yo and that is a good thing to be too hungry. 100% again. Now wait for them to read me and make it believe yeah. it. Crazy. <laughs> See, Crazy. It's fun. And you just want to be a little monster and just destroy every blood clot. See? And let it be known and established forever. And it was mm -hmm. fun doing that. See? Yeah. Now, me being a hip hop head, the Eric being rocking, it just kept calling to me. Hey, hey. You gotta put this in there, it's only right. Do, 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 do. They go, the frequencies go. So, yeah, that's up. See, so big up to Bobby Connors, Massive B, Jabba. See, yeah. I don't wanna get in trouble, so you know, yeah. you gotta remember everybody. I hear that massive, massive song. Okay, before, when I told people I have Shinehead coming on the program, they sent uh -huh. in some questions. So I chose the top six questions that they wanted to know. We'll ask you that. We're going to talk about your new single, Kingston 12, and get you out of here. Works for you? Yeah, man, works. Yeah. God, it's a Friday evening. Bam! Entertainment report. Then spin up, spin up. There go the jingle right there. <laughs> All right. You know I'm still going to ask for one when we're done, but yes, ah! I'm taking it. <laughs> <laughs> nothing. I need a drink, man. Look what you made me do. Listen, your energy, 
your energy, your vibe, your whole shinehead, I swear to God, listen, you are a 50-something-year-old man stuck in a 25-year-old body. Yo, right. I think there's been a mistake on my birth certificate because I'm feeling great at 58 as a walking dub plate in great shape. Crazy, 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 crazy. Pour that drink and let's get to these six questions and the two other before I get you out here because definitely you're going to need a drink for some of these because I'm huh? positive you're not going to remember some of these right here. Positive. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Positive. I'm going to have fun. <laughs> I'm at, see, those listeners and caller-inners, those mm -hmm. are more people than me. And yeah. yeah, yeah, I look forward to them jarring my memory and challenging my memory. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's going to make right. me younger. All right. Yeah, no, it's so, it's so, so crazy. Your your memory almost seems like it's photogenic too. And I'm Get photographic. That. Yeah, man, you have I a great I don't remember memory. everything, but certain yeah. things I do, you know, I have the data on that. But it's yeah. not everything, but thank you, though. All right, not a problem. Tell me when you sit down and then we'll just start firing out these questions All and right, we're good me, to go. Let me, let me set, reestablish your horizon. Yeah. Ting and ting, three, two, all systems are right are here. Cool. No, no, we're not cool yet. We're not cool yet. I like, uh, right, you know what? That. Usually, usually when we do an interview in my studio home here, uh -huh. it's very, it's a very controlled situation. But you yeah. know what? I kind of like this rawness when you're touching this, talking, going for a drink, smoking, building up. I like the rawness. The humanness of it. I ain't mean to mess nothing up. But I'm more comfortable in this environment also because the control yes. thing, boss, if I'm on a label and I got to come to your station to do this shit, then fine. But yes. me not the choreograph things, boss. Me not the organic things. And this feel like, just like G. Cole, this feel like most a reason with a sensible, educated brethren. Thank you. Thank you. And it feels the exact same way over here, too. And I mean, oh. okay, so then this one here is from a YouTube viewer called roots and branches the question mm. is why did you leave new york for california and been in california for so many years why did you change the coast from east to west coast well as them said circumstances are the cases jackass we are braces but what happened was i left new york april fool 2000 april 1 2000, 2000 is the yeah. thing yeah and then i lived in fort lauderdale in Harbor Town Apartments on University, the intersection of University and Sunrise, mm -hmm. from 2000 till 2003, and then 2003, I did big people things and got married and moved to California. Okay. Got divorced in 2010. I've been coming here since 1982, but only got the hang of it in 2012. So now I like it here and there's more things to do. Mm -hmm. And why I'm here is because I got used to the place. Economically, there's more things to do. And in the interim, the reason why we are Kingston 12 Hi-Fi is because of an original club out here called Kingston 12, okay. which was owned by Richard O'Brien and the O'Briens. And King Richard died and his brothers called me and said, Shine, we have a burden for you, everyone. They said, what? They said, Richard, I give you all of the records because Shine, we make the music live on. So that came after.
But before that, I discovered there are things to do here. Mm -hmm. There is a flourishing weed economy. Yep. And um, that needs some reggae music. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The reggae scene out there is wild. A lot of people don't comprehend what kind of reggae scene is happening in California. Mm, right. And some of the best weeds in the world grow here. Mm -hmm. And weed and reggae go together. Let's see. I have my tutelage from my mother with music, mm -hmm. from my cousins, Uncle Winston, Down Be the Ruler, African Love. I got teachings from Jalife. I get teachings from Peckins. Let's see, I get teachings from Father Festus. Let's see, I get teachings from Hawkeye. I get teachings and tunes from all these people and nobody's gonna hear them. And I live in California. Oh no, I don't think so. Yeah. I think I'm putting this all together. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Weed and music all this sunshine, you know, it, it, it contributes to the California economy and it also entertains and relaxes people. Mm -hmm. So why not, Muscle? So why yeah. not? It's a win-win for all parties involved, right? Yeah. 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 Right? Then, I don't know. I mean, I mean, they, I mean, there's so many things to do out here because even before, even before the mayhem, my phone wasn't ringing anyway. So I was driving Lyft and Uber way before that. And the honest truth is if you have a ganja harvest out here and it's 200 a pound, if you click one pound, you get $200. I mean, that's like playing a real life video game that actually makes sense. Yeah. Okay, if I do this pound, that's 200. If I do two pound, oh wow, it keeps going up. That is a video game that makes sense. sense. 100% sense. I got you. All right. This is another question here from YouTube from a subscriber called Donald Mitchell. Okay. He asks, do you enjoy doing dub plates? You know, you know what I'm disappointed about? What's up? When I have to stop answering that question. <laughs> because not only do I enjoy doing the dub plates, I enjoy answering that dub plate question. <laughs> so for me to just say yes, and then mm -hmm. the answer to the question done, I'm cheating myself. So mm -hmm. all this, yes, 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 some more, and yes. hell, motherfucking yes. Yeah. Dub, okay. dub is where you come up with the fuckery and the jokes and the mischief and put it where it makes sense whether it's a custom or you're just a good ass dub me enjoy it just like doing just like doing a proper song just like i enjoy just 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 losing it live i enjoy a dub plate because that's where you cook up the prototypes and the little lyrical Dub plate, reggae, matical, torpedoes, or bossa guy skull. Of course, yeah. that shit is fun. Yeah. What? <laughs> Listen, the starts, you understand? I'm in. I'm in Toronto. I'm in Toronto, so I gotta tell you. When it comes to shinehead dub plates, 
King Turbo. I'm not even going to ask if you know them because we know this 1,000% you know them. King Turbo plays some of the best Shinehead dubs. I'm not asking. I'm telling you that. All right. Well, I don't want to get in trouble. Okay. So King Turbo, yes. Mm -hmm. Those are my brothers. Mm -hmm. But here who I get no. Because I'm going to get a phone call. Wait, sorry, I hit the thing. Mm -hmm. I'm going to get a phone call. Star, oh, you don't mention we. But then again, yeah. why should I be mentioning you? Make a boy run up now, you shine that dub plate. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm going to blab it out there. King mm -hmm. Turbo. Mm -hmm. Canada song. Super fresh. Come on, man. Ooh. That's all I got to say. Come That's on, all I got to say. Come on, boss. You, you know, know this. What, 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 what? The fellow that asked that question, what's his name again? Donald Mitchell. Donald Mitchell, let me tell you this. We send hunting dub plates. We send Ghost Rider for life dub plates. That means if you're a guy with me, not like, and I'm bridging over there, so I clash you. Yo, you're upon a wanted list. You're upon it. Yo, what? Yeah. What? Jesus. Here come the werewolf muscle. The werewolf of dub plate. <laughs> What? Yeah, man. Why so serious? Let's put a smile on that thing. It's like you have a hundred characters living inside you that could just appear at any given time. Wow. Wow. You know what? I'm going to run with that, man. And I'm going to say thank you. Because, yeah. you know, all these people, that's why I can, that's why I got to hit the fridge every now and then to keep the ass quiet because you found yeah. out about them. <laughs> you could you could tell it's just in your soul you couldn't turn it off even if you wanted to you could not turn that off Regin, that shit cost me relationships though mm -hmm. real talk mm -hmm. sometimes chick don't want to hear that shit and like all right i'm gonna turn it off for a little bit 15 minutes later the shit come yo that's a problem that that one your name you sleeping on the couch Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> crazy crazy all right another question here is from Ross Ainaway, okay? He's another YouTube subscriber. His question was, what part did Downbeat, Satarankin, and Brigadier Jerry play in your career? A major, major, major part. They was the first stage in a step-up game. And I didn't know that. <laughs> but Santa, Santa is not just Santa Rankin, a Jamaican in New York. Santa is coming from Sturgeon because Santa Rankin Used to par with Josie Well, Colonel Josie Well, excuse me, mm -hmm. and Josie Well brother, a thing named Shark. Okay. Right back in mm -hmm. Tower Island. See, back home. See, and then Santa come up. So that's why Santa got that style too. And Santa is like a revolver gun. Santa is like a barrel gun. Santa yeah. not sticking. Santa not jabbing. And Santa not go gliggly 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 like the automatic mm -hmm. weapon. Santa going to fire because I'm steady. Brigadier, no, let me say Brigadier for that. Tony School downbeat now is like that martial arts, miserable motherfucking martial arts teacher that will always give you a hard time to make you better. Yeah. See, Tony School, one of the greatest thing now because first mommy teach me record, Uncle Winston teach me record, move up the line. Then we meet Ivan Cummings, big sister Ivan who in 1972, I seen her play some 45s that she gave me back the same 45s in 2016, seen, and then we moved to Tony Scroll, and I'm the cockroach in his record boxes, mm. 
and and yo yo we all do we all do so how i'm gonna learn all right so i wore him out with that yeah now he gonna leave me alone because i'm up in these record boxes to learn what i don't know and this is why i dropped out of new york institute of technology to come to the downbeat university because i'm really not playing muscle really not playing See, so when i'm in there learning and playing one 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 and then on the weekend the dance come i'm ready because i did my homework during the week so i got to know what's the name of this song what it sound like what's the name of the artist and what's the name of the label to the point where i only need to glimpse it to know what that is and that's separate from that's separate from preparing the lyrics to ride the pot to upon the other side. Got you. You dig it? It's detail. <laughs> it's not just wake up and be it and put on your clocks and your guard dance and mash it up. Nah, it's mm. academic for me. You get it. That's all right. <clears throat> yeah. And Briggy now, he would, the last one was Briggy. How did he play a role in your career? The thing is, same Santa ranking. Mm. Had, remember the JVC boombox? Of course, put it on your shoulder and walk around with it. Yeah, but mm -hmm. I got the Kung Fu grip, so I'm gonna rock it like this. So yeah. you know, I'm, flos I'm flossing the JVC with the Pumas and my AJs and my mop neck and my goose down and I'm like this, yeah. See, with a boom box that ain't even mine. Fuck around and get robbed. What I'm gonna tell Santa Rocket? Anyway, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, 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 right. So, Bamsa, Santa had a cassette and a 12 inch and the JVC 12-inch, JVC with 12-inch woofer. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna lend me that. Mm -hmm. Like all that sound. And went up and walked up to Fordham Road with the radio playing this one cassette. This was about 1979-ish, I think. Okay. I could be wrong. But I did borrow his radio and I took a walk from Davidson Avenue all the way up to Fordham Road. And I'm listening to this one cassette up and back and i think i had a black star and i had a child love and i heard this one dude just wailing away wailing away brethren and i'm like what the fuck is this you hear me and i'm listening to the dude and the more i'm listening i don't i don't even feel the the, the distance of the walk nothing because that thing is giving me fuel <laughs> yeah and his name is brigadier and then i heard a lone ranger and then i heard the brigadier and then i was blown away just walking with a boombox listening to lone ranger bobby culture and brigadier and the brigadier took my spirit because his voice was so sweet and then mm -hmm. he would sing some shit and then go back lyrically and balance like that and then he had a wicked protege named Danny Bubbler from Blackstar, one of the many Danny Dreads, who when Danny Dread sings, he sounds like Dennis Brown. And when yeah. Danny Dread DJs, he sounds like Brigadier General. Okay. See? See? So I'm stuck right there. Because Brigadier Guam wicked and mm. advice sweet. And on top of that, Daddy Roy only crowned him. So what? Daddy Roy crowned Brigadier on top of that before I even knew Daddy Roy crowned Brigadier. 
I was okay. just enamored by the brigadier. And then to found, find out what brigadier's accomplishments are, that Daddy Roy done crowned him already. No wonder this dude's so nice. It's no yeah. wonder. That's Trust why me. I'm there. Yeah. Those guys floated on rhythms. It sounded like he was floating. All right. I got uh, three more questions and then, here. And then yeah. he came to New York and I met the man in person. After that, you can't talk to me. Yeah. Because I met my mentor. So you can't talk to me. I am so amped. There's so much writing going on. As Brigadier said, as Brigadier said, every morning I'm a bridging still. Here comes Shinehead. And it's on and I'm a way get killed. Ooh, got yeah. you. Yeah. Like that. That's the influence the general got on me to this instant me you talking. Yeah. Crazy. No, that's big, big, big right there. I didn't know it was that in depth. All right. That's crazy there. Yeah. All right. This able, is another. To... All right. Sorry. Go ahead, go ahead. No, no, no. I want you to finish. No, I'm interrupting you finish. See, because when you can hold a dance all night, like a brigadier or a ranking Joe or a Nicodemus or a ranking dread Boyak from Canada, rest in peace, rising power. Mm -hmm. You can hold a dance like, 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 like a Clyfield Marshall. That's what I wanted to be like and still want to be like to this day. Battle ready, clash ready, bring it. 100%. Agreed, agreed, agreed. 1000%. All right. I got a next one here. Excuse me. And are you brown too? You brown, brown, he's also a marathonist. One of them yeah. dudes that run all night and can hold the sound all night by themselves. That, that yeah. I want to be that right yeah. there. Definitely, definitely. And you, boss, you have 10 albums, countless singles, and about five EPs. Clearly, that's you right there. And we're not talking about the freestyles that you come up with randomly out of your mind. I think I got about six albums, really. Well, six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I ain't got yeah. that many albums, but yeah. Uh, swear through the research i'd swear it was something like i will tell you right here right now all yeah, right rugged unity sidewalk yep. university the real rock, real rock album shotted yep. mm -hmm. album mm -hmm. and then the best of shine head praises oh best of shine and praises album on vp so good that's not an album that's not an album we're from japan maybe it's on the it's part of the bio that I got. All right. Well, all right. I we'll work with it. Yeah, 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 <laughs> and, yeah. and then you had one with um Mad Lion, Edley Shines, yourself, and Those one other singles. person. Those are, Those are singles. singles. Got yeah. you. Got Those you. Those are singles that oh mm -hmm. yeah, I enjoyed the one with Mad Lion, Edley Shine, KRS one. Mm -hmm. No, no, no. Mad Lion, Edley Shine, and Shine Ed. And then there was Mad Lion. Nike Fungus. Yeah, Nike Fungus. Yeah. And then mm -hmm. there was there was Mad Lion Karis one and Shine. Yeah. Yeah. And th th but those are singles though that yeah. I enjoy doing. Badass. Mad Lion yeah. makes some tough beats. Yeah, no, but, for sure. For sure. All right. Got a next one here from Uncle Phil. He's on Instagram here. He asks, what was it like to be sampled on one of Slick Rick's biggest records called Hey Young World? 
oppression. It felt powerful when that happened, and it also felt powerful when TLC did it. What? Yep, TLC. Uh, what song? Yes, I, uh, I forgot one of their songs, but it went down and yeah. Yeah. It felt so powerful. Yeah. Somebody re- like, you just get, it's like, you know, you smile and feel warm in your heart and say, yeah, somebody remembered me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's fuel. That is fuel, Bridget. For me, at least, that's fuel. Of course, because it's usually the other way around. The the reggae artists would be sampling like the hip hop or the R and B artist, but for an R and B group that's iconic, and a big hip hop artist that's big also to sample the quote unquote reggae guy, that's almost unheard of. But what I know, this this old guess who's back business. I think I hear all Eminem. I think I hear Eminem sample it too because TLC sampled guess who's back. Yeah, you know, sneak right before them, and I think I hear Eminem was a you too. Guess who's back, business? So that gives me a warm feeling of empowerment. That gives me a fucking blood clot power surge straight up because it's like these are old man now still, and they don't smile and say, ah, "Somebody remember?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're a hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, you work out business and all of that shit. Yeah, but somebody remembered you, man. Come on. Yeah, man. yeah. End of the day, you're going to die. die any fucking way. So come on, man. That's the way, mm-hmm. the way of the world. Yahweh. Chum, you see, they just come out when they're ready. This is another one from Facebook, all right? This is from True Lines, okay? They ask, with so many talent and clearly ahead of your time, why did you stop recording so early? Stop recording so early? Mm-hmm. Well, like I said, 2003, moved, got married, moved to Cali, done with that, you know? I had to put in my time like you grown folks and put that under my belt. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. And then, you know, go back to the bat cave and get the cape and mask and cowl and go be shinehead again. Mm-hmm. That's really that's that's all that happened. Yeah. And right. gather my gather myself back together and reintroduce myself to me and enjoy my person. Got you. All right, that's fair enough. You real life happened. That's what happened. Yes, I, yes, yes. I. Got you. Okay, this is the final one, and this is from YouTube, also from June, Joan McCollin. Okay, this one is: How did you get a chance to work with the late great Kenny Green from the R&B group Intro, and how was that experience to collaborate with him? Kenny Intro was introduced to me, and then I met their producer, who was a cool cat, a brother. Damn. Damn! <laughs> yeah. You don't understand. You see me and the producer for that tune? Mm-hmm. He's real quiet. He's real mm-hmm. cool. Mm-hmm. He's really focused. See? And I didn't understand what he was doing because we already using rhythms over and over and over. I don't know the American side of things to use the rhythm over and over and over. And here come, here come De La Soul again, recycling. I'm like, how would a bomber cloud this? So I ain't get it. Mm-hmm. But at the time, the beat was dope. 
and yeah. still is mm -hmm. and always will be mm -hmm. and then him introduced with the intro yeah nobody don't know intro so we put on intro the youth them bad nobody don't know them i don't care them bad not just kenny green rest in peace rising power mm -hmm. but the next two bedroom bridging them yo the tree man them bad them bad them bad i'm like oh no I mean, when they sing, it's like strawberries, Bridgerton. Sweet, like strawberries, Bridgerton. And I was delighted for them, you know, for me and them to collab. Yeah, I understand. You see me and yeah. the same producer? Damn, I wish I remember the brother's name, man. Yeah. Yo, all I can tell you is, Muscle, mm -hmm. me and that same producer was raced after the session we was walk nine in up up New England throughway. Got you. Yeah, that's how that's how the session ended. Yeah. Zine. Zine, when we get the money, my scene, I'm like, oh no, I got to get in Big Daddy Kane mode right here. <laughs> yeah, 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 son. I'm like, nah. And mm -hmm. then he's coming with the heartbeat. He's coming with the heartbeats. Who that? Evelyn Champlain King? Mm-hmm. He nah. And then and the daylight, nah, I couldn't let that go by. I had to come to my senses, quick brethren, and do my part of the work. After that, me and him racing up the blood creek, New England threw away. Blew me away, tell you that. Yes. Yo, 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 yo. Those those were the good old days, man. Those were the good old days. Yeah. Good old days. Crazy. Crazy. See, crazy. Anytime. Like my new single right now. What That's what we're getting the... into. Yes. Let's get into it. All right. It. Let me not preempt. Let me not preempt then. Let me not preempt. No, no, no. Bring it. You're you're talking about it. Let's talk. That's what we're, the next question was gonna be because we're done with the, the new single. Yeah. I'm right here, and me and Butterfly, we, we we doing we doing work the whole day, and then she leaves, and then I'm still here, and I'm vibing like Stevie Wonder, mm -hmm. Michael Jackson, Frankie Paul, and shit like this, because I always had certain rhythms on my mind because I prepared myself for, for that many mm -hmm. years ago. Mm -hmm. I'm bomb, so now here come this treasure out rhythm that I always wanted to get at, and the thing is, I couldn't get at it till maybe one or two years ago. Okay. So I envisioned, first when I envisioned it and tried it, it, it became emotionally challenging to do the song when I first thought of the notion. When I actually put it into existence, I actually choked because it became emotionally challenging because here you are, here you are uploading Stevie Wonder, Michael Jackson, Frankie Paul and this concept is fitting on this rhythm so good nah fuck yeah. me up so yeah. I left it alone for a little bit I'm gonna drive my Uber and then came back because real talk it was a bug out moment alright let me just mm -hmm. put it like that we don't really want to put our heart on our sleeve like this I'm mm -hmm. gonna tell you that. That's why that actor that played the Joker told the younger kid, "If you're gonna play the Joker, do your job and come out. Because if you stay too long, you can't leave." And see, it killed him. Yeah. Right. So I came across that that situation with this song, 
Mm-hmm. And after left it alone, and then come back to it, and then it wasn't so bad after that. And that's how I managed to execute the whole thing. Wow. Big song. And a lot of people, if they don't know the song that we're talking about, the song is called Never Had a Dream Come True. This is his newest single right now coming out on. Which label is it coming out on? The Peckins label out of London, see? Yeah. So what it is is I envision like it came out where you might hear it like slightly Stevie Wonder singing the verses, Michael mm-hmm. Jackson singing the hooks, and then Frankie Paul brings in the growl that he only learned from Stevie Wonder in the first place. But... There is no not, there is no not thinking of a Danny Hathaway or a Kenny Green at any time. You just can't, it, they will come in. Mm-hmm. They will. Mm-hmm. Those tenor voices, the George Bensons like this will come in and they come in. All yeah. voices that are in this level or all spirits like this, they come in dead or alive. They gonna come in. Mm-hmm. They're going to come in and sit down correct and get it correct. And they come to me. My shit ain't unique. It comes to others too. But that's I tell you what's going on with me. Shit yeah. sound kooky. But yeah, it's a thing. God. It would sound kooky to somebody that doesn't understand it. But I fully understand what you mean. Because again, a lot of artists, I don't know if they understand or you guys understand or not. This musical thing is not really you. It's just you're the vessel where it all comes through. And you're just absorbing all this vibration from wherever it's coming from. It's rabbit hole shit. Mm -hmm. You get it. You get it. Shinehead, crazy, crazy. I want to ask you one quick question about yourself before I get you out of here. Kingston 12 Hi-Fi, all right? Yeah. Why did you name it that? I named it that. Mainly because, like I told you earlier, King Richard's mm-hmm. brothers said mm-hmm. King Richard said that they need to give the records to me because I will make the music live on. Yeah. And even though this is two years after I met Butterfly, it, you know, it went down. Mm-hmm. And that's why, that's why I have these records right here that need to go up on the shelf, right? Can you see yeah. them? Yes, we can. And, wow. and yeah, we built those. Yeah. And they they need to go up there. Can you see wow. up there? We can yeah. see. Lift up the camera just a bit, cause we can see the turntables and stuff right now. Turntables, yeah. the organ. Wow. Right, right. So those records need to the go in dub those, box. Right, right. Those records need to go in the reggae wood squares. Got you. Those Kali Hollywood squares. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. what this what this room is about is nurturing us. Mm-hmm. This is the musical gymnasium. This is the command center. Mm-hmm. This is like our, our parents' living room, but they're just not home. If you see the big black leather couch like this. Yeah. Yeah. See, so this is where I didn't build the sound to cop out because I can't sing or come up with intellectual property anymore. This was built to enhance the creativity and intellectual property mm-hmm. see so i have come to that full circle now where i'm getting songs out of me and that is the best thing that could happen in this studio because mm-hmm. at the end of the day it'll be the most fortuitous 
and nurture some to the people mm -hmm. and i'm actually making some money which yeah. is a secondary reason mm -hmm. but it's still a win-win situation right yep right and yeah. between people like and between people like a buys one and a butterfly on a jfx i've come to this point where i can do this on my very own computer that my mama bought <laughs> right here zine so i'm really producing now and heightening my usefulness yeah me i write where did i bought a drum set an eight-piece drum set for 150 bucks and used okay. it yeah i have an upright here about 860 something dollars that i bought across the street from philip smart studios in long island and used it the same night in philip smart studios in a philip smart session in my session yeah no 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 for real for real for real more you see the upright all right for sure we play this you see wow okay. <laughs> yeah yeah okay so it's not just records and shit to hide behind mm -hmm. everything culminates full circle thing yeah see and songs are coming out of me now and that's where it need to be and i'm still going to be playing because that's why we built this stargate yeah to enter and maintain what it is you're after yeah Simple you said the that. right word the stargate yeah you know I mean? because yo let me tell you let me interrupt you again and tell you that when general smiley come over here mm -hmm. matter of fact we took the sound out and we keep dance and we see general smiley other people commented on it when general smiley come around the song he transforms back into the general smiley from spanish town michigan and smiley when ranking joe come in here mm -hmm. ranking joe turned into ranking joe from sturgyov when jaskru used to select sturgyov yeah sassafras came from canada where you at okay Lord don't worry don't worry ah. this is the rawness that we wanted come on right yeah man yeah ro ho ho sassafras yeah. walked up in here the sound was playing sassafras never even said good evening good night Sassafras yeah. walks straight to the mic and take the mic. Four hours, brethren. Four hours, brethren. Yeah. See, you can't talk to me. You can't. What? Yeah. The yeah. big man, them, and big woman, them come in here and bless the place and enhance the ordainment. Mm -hmm. It could have happened to anybody. I'm just glad it happened to me and Butterfly. For sure. You're you're right. <laughs> Listen to me, Shinehead. This conversation has been a epic, epic, epic conversation. We learned Wala. a lot. Yeah. Voila, voila. Yeah. I can unplug now because we got enough juice in the phone. Yeah. See that? Real turntables, real everything. Uh-huh. And, and, and let me turn up a, <laughs> let me turn up a few amps because mm -hmm. That's the mixing board, and I mm -hmm. take the microphone and I bring it and connect it to the mixing board. So my songs are actually built on the sound system. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Built on the sound system. 
There go the reverb. Yeah. Now I'm gonna okay. now now I'm gonna bust the holy grail. Mm-hmm. Ah. <laughs> that are the little one. See the big one, yeah. See the big one, yeah. Mm. And yes, the reverb. Sir. Hold on, hold on. Godzilla, Godzilla want me to let him out. <laughs> Yeah, see the drum set there? Yeah. See the drum set there? See the wallop or something them there? Yeah. I see the doubles them there? Yeah. I see my, see my Sly and Robbie right there, so. Mm-hmm. That's my Sly and Robbie right there. See? And these are the these are the little ones we take out when we got little clubs to do. But when yeah. we outside in the open air, we take them out. The big boys. Yeah. Mikey 10 sent those steel horns right there. Mikey 10 from New York City. Who yeah. set up all of the song that Mike uh-huh. sent that? It's not a game. At it's all. It's not a game. Who want it? Who want it? It's not a game. They want that smoke. Who wants that smoke, right? So we got reggae world, hip hop world, RB world. We got music world over here. For yeah. real. We live this. Yeah. See, if you listen to if wow. you listen to my song, Hello Y'all. Hello, y'all. Hope you do a nice day. In that song. My lyrics bit me in the ass because I said speakers all around about 10 feet tall. I got to have them. It's after me build a song with Butterfly, me realize that I said that in a song years ago and I have to laugh after my own self. <laughs> I'm telling you, the accents, the characters, everything just randomly comes out at will, on time. Well, I have a lot of Bayesian and Chini friends and Bahamian friends and, you know, sometimes when, when you drink the tequila, tequila, sometimes you get hagly pagly make your eyes pass you or something or like you drop off of the Google bed tree, but we keep it on an even keel still, you know? You know them kind of way? You check? <laughs> you're, listen to me. You're the greatest. When people see you, see you driving the Uber, jump into the Uber, are they ever shocked? Nah, because nobody knows till now, yeah. till, I went, yeah. till I went and told on myself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Friday evening, you have to hear the big blood cloud ray because here's the catch. Mm-hmm. I drove for lift, smoke one spliff and drive a lift, lift fireman. Yeah. So then you went over to Uber and this is what you're doing. It's like, whoa, 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 right- whoa, whoa. You're mm-hmm. supposed to laugh right there. I did laugh. <laughs> I did laugh. You were too I busy said- drawing the spliff. I said I smoke one split and drive a lift, lift fireman. Yeah. You're supposed yeah. to laugh right there. Come on. <laughs> you messing up my day right now, man. What the fuck y'all? I, I, I'm not listening to my cues. All right, watch this now. So then now I'm going to go for the Ruger and the Luger and maneuver the Uber. <laughs> okay, I'm on, I'm on point this time here. You're, yeah. you're a character, I'm not the dog. first. Big mm. R&B singers was doing it when times was hard. And mm-hmm. I didn't get it yet till the shit hit me. Mm-hmm. Since April 15th, when I gave the car back, my cash app, my WhatsApp been blowing up. Dubs mm-hmm. are us. Zine, but watch this now. Mm-hmm. When people get in your car, mm-hmm. the driver is hostage audience. And I could talk now because it's too bumbuckla late. Yeah. 
when they get in the car, you are a hostage audience, and it's their movie for however long the ride is. Can you yeah. do it? 1,000%. And they're living out their life, talking out their life right in front of you in the daytime. It's even nicer in the nighttime because they coming out in the club and they were drinking truth serum. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So then a lot of your ideas is just, hey. Well, hey. guess what? Guess what, Entertainment Report? Guess what, DJ Muscle? Mm -hmm. They left the album on the back seat. Mm. Oh, yeah. Especially at night, you coming out the club, you was drinking. Because the driver is nobody. Yeah. You're a fly on the wall. Lucky out, you don't get splat. So guess what? Mm -hmm. Don't be surprised if I call it album on the back seat. Because I hear, oh my gosh, I wish my parents and Trump's generation would just fucking die already. Oh my gosh. There's, there's white people I don't know. And there's white people I do know. And these two sets of white people say one thing. I wish they would hurry up and get rid of this orange motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> okay? Album on the back seat. Entertainment report. We heard album it here on. first. Yup, album on the back seat. Yeah. You take man and Jamaica have gone. You take the shot of them have gone. By the way, where are they now in the face of all this racism? Where the bad man them there? Yo. I'm hearing about how many AR 15s, mm -hmm. um, um, 223s, 16s, 47s, Ronnie 1s. See, you don't know about the Ronnie 1. No. And you don't know about the French FAMAS. And you don't know about the English MP5. You think I just AK 47 <laughs> and 16? You think I just AR 15? You think I just 223? Mm -hmm. You have a teeny Ronnie 1. Yeah. The French have the FAMAS. And the English have the MP5. Yeah, I understand. Mm -hmm. And they're talking all this drunken shit in the back of my fucking car, dude. Album on the back seat. Waiting up there. Up on the west side. Malibu Pacific Palisades and shit. Waiting to shoot downhill. For the race war, Regent. Album on the back seat. Shinehead, when they want to check you out, everything that you have going on, leave some contact info where they could check out what you and the song has going on. Yes, Kingston12HiFi.com. Big up to DJ Papalot, Butterfly. Big up to Flair Lindsay, my boss ladies. Yes. Yes. Flair definitely. Mm -hmm. Flair, she made this happen. Got a bigger up 100%. I sent yes. a message and she made it happen right away. And yes. this conversation is definitely going down in history, boss. Yes. And for the court's records and the clerk's minutes, it is not a game when you rock with a claim. Lindsay, boss lady. Bam. Shinehead, thank you so, so very much. Let me give you an outro and get you out of here, all right? Yes, well, ladies and gentlemen, this is Muscle, and this has been another Two Line Music Huts Entertainment Report podcast, and we are out. Hey. This podcast is brought to you by www.twolinedmusichut.com.